Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. On this episode, we talk about depression, seasonal depression, clinical depression, and antidepressants. We also mention self-deprecation and self-depreciating memes. If you value yourself, visit us at the2ampodcast.com and Spotify and give us a five-star review and you might actually make it on our website. Stay tuned. What's up, dude? Nice to, nice to meet you. Me too. Uh, my name's Saeed Ashour. Uh, my name is Zaid Dahaj. Is it? It actually is. Oh, you wanted to shake my hand. I did. I did <laughs> want to shake your hand, but never mind. This guy over here. If you haven't noticed, we are uh, we're a little bit tired, but we are also in a new studio. Yeah. I'm tired of you, but... <laughs> you just spent a month away from me. How dare you say something like that? I mean, it's out of love, you know? We can't say things like, I love you. So it's, it's yeah. kind of like, you just got to make fun of each other. Yeah. Be kind of suspect. Yeah, it's the cycle of life, man. It's the cycle of manhood. So obviously we're back in the, the new and refined version of the stew. Yep, we are back, and I have been away for a while. And today marks the day that I woke up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> woke up from that dream. Woke up from that dream. I'm still processing everything. Go over, uh, go over a little bit of it. I know you went to, you mostly stayed in Turkey. Yeah, I stayed in Turkey. Um, I, I love Turkey. This is like, what, my fifth time going to Turkey. And uh, this time I actually went for work, mm-hmm. which was awesome. I hit up the Eastern Asian side, like deep into the jungle, basically. And just different, complete. The jungle of yeah, Turkey. Yeah, the jungle of Turkey, dude. And uh, what can I say? It was, it was a dream. Yeah. It was a dream. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to think about, a lot to compute, so to speak. So, like, what are the highlights from the trip? Ooh. Or, like, what have you learned? Honestly, dude, the call to prayer, for sure, all over the country, right? It's a mixed nationality, mixed religion country, so it's really diverse. But mm-hmm. the fact that any, anyone and everyone can just publicly do that and no one minds it yeah, is so awesome. Because... You know, aesthetically, the mosques are pleasing to look at. They're mm-hmm. well lit, and it's kind of like they're on top of a hill. Nature really helps, too, because of the birds that are just flying everywhere. Weather's beautiful. The most insane clouds I've ever seen in my life. Every, it's just... Everyone has seen the Taken series with yeah. Liam Neeson. There have been multiple shots where the birds yeah. are flying over the mosque. Well, now you know where that, you know, that scene was taken. So... <laughs> Just taken somewhere. Yeah. But enough about Turkey. If you want to know more about Turkey, follow my Instagram at Saeed Ash. Yeah, very very well done, by the way, on the... uh... Yeah. And I just flexed on camera. I don't know why. But (laughs) (laughs) anyway, yeah, go follow me there. It's uh, If you don't know the spelling, it's S-A-I-E-D-A-S-H. Go follow that page. You can see all my work and do all that cool stuff. Yes, sir. But yeah, man. Lately, I've been feeling great. I've been feeling really valuable and it's just i think a lot of people depreciate themselves and they don't know what kind of value they hold Mm. that's been a lot like on my mind uh talking to people and i've met a lot of people on my journey yeah you know and they come from a different land different kind of culture you know used to different kind of things and when talking to them, there's a huge thing across the entire globe right now, 
And I think it's depreciation, but a lot of people will call it clinical depression. Hmm. Hmm. What do you mean? What is the most common thing you hear these days? I can't achieve something. Why? I, I'm just, you know, I, I feel stuck. Why? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, I, I think I'm depressed. And for the most part, you don't even hear I think. It's just I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Why are we so quick to jump to that? There's obviously a root, right? Yeah. I talk about environment a lot because environment goes to show you it's like every time you change something, it's a whole new experience, right? So you could still be doing, you could still be an accountant doing the same damn work every single day. Nothing has changed. But what you can do is change your environment. Mm-hmm. You can change your layout, your computer, get a new desk. Mm-hmm. Dude, move your desk. You don't even need to buy new things, right? Yeah. Lighting, doing all that kind of cool stuff. And we've obviously done it. Like, I don't know if you guys can have noticed. For us, the room has changed. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the old stew. Right. That's how much it's changed. But, like, we've carried some of the same elements yeah. into this so in space. So, in a sense, we've changed our environment. And this, this feels totally new, kind of. It feels way better, I'll tell you that. that that's for sure. That's <laughs> the work of me. <laughs> Indeed. But, um, I mean, yeah, clinical depression is one thing. But um, the whole... And I think this is a major contributor to depression along mm. with some other important things. But the one thing that I want to nail down on is the self-deprecation. Okay. So I think it's a def- different word to what you're, you said originally. But mm-hmm. self-deprecation is basically the idea that you shit on yourself for very negative things that you've developed over time. Whether it be a limiting belief, mm-hmm. a, a bad habit, something of that nature. Yeah. Um, what are the most common type of people that fall into this trap, though? Like, what have you noticed? There has to be a pattern. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I, I feel like it's just... Like, I don't even know how to bring this up, man. It's not that even it's that it's a sensitive topic. It's just so broad. Like, it's so huge. It's There's so, so much wide. to it. Mm-hmm. There's so much to it. And... Most of the people that I see falling into this trap are people that are students, right? We're mm. all students of life, whatever you want to call it. But, like, I'm talking about students that are going to university, going through college, doing all this stuff. They have a very negative outlook on everything. Yeah. And most of them complain about their professors, the way they handle things, uh, not averaging scores, uh, t- like working in teams and then one team player ruining everything. I get it. And that can cause negative emotions and negative, you know, context towards mm-hmm. yourself. Like you, you're, you're feeding yourself negativity. Uh, no I, one, do you, do you feel like no one knows how to push anymore? Like push? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I understand the sentiment. I understand why they feel the way that they feel. Mm-hmm. The thing is, especially with young people, with students who are going through the conventional education system, these are people in their, you know, early 20s, mid 20s they haven't learned to manage their mind and emotions. Mm-hmm. They are still very young. And to, to understand how to do that at that age, by definition, means you're the exception. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people, I mean, it goes down to a lot of things. People don't have their sleep in check, their lifestyle in check. Of course, I'm a huge advocate of all that stuff. Yeah. But also, it's just they don't know how to navigate the difficulties of life. Yeah. and And... I feel like that's a huge part of our job mm-hmm. is to kind of navigate that in a sense, but not 
not fully control it, you know? Because at the end of the day, we're all in control. Like, me and you are in front of each other a lot. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I don't control your life. I don't, I only control mine, right? There's a lot of people that love me and I love a lot of people, but at the same time, I am in control. And it's not about making other people happy. It's not Mm -hmm. about, you know, getting the attention and justification of other people. Yeah. It's learning who you are. And if there's something wrong with you, accept it and push as hard as you can to kind of change for the better and more positive so that you can actually enjoy your own being. Mm-hmm. And enjoying your own being is essentially being not depressed. You're going to have moments. Yeah. You will have moments. But we have a difficulty of limiting mm-hmm. these things, right? So we can do, uh, like a practice of mine is, if, if I'm overwhelmed, right, you're always positive, always positive, always positive. One day, you're just going to spill out, explode into like, like, ah, you know? No, no, seriously. Right? Why am I always having a customer service voice? That doesn't make any sense. You need to have that. But what will I do? I'm not going to take one day off to just complain and bitch and moan. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense. I'm going to do five minutes of that. Yeah. And the thing that I've never really quite understood is that regardless of what choice you make if you decide to complain and bitch about your life Mm -hmm. or if you decide to confront those quote-unquote negative things and try to find a solution you are spending the same amount of energy but i I don't think people understand that people think that it's going to take more work yeah i mean to find the solution in their defense they're probably losing more calories and burning more calories just thinking (laughs) which okay great but yeah here's an interesting perspective yeah I read this tweet, I think it was a month ago, and it was based around this idea that, look, fat people are not lazy or, or something around those lines. It's that they have so much energy stored on to their body. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, it's more of a mental thing. Hmm. Because realistically, nothing's stopping you from getting off the couch and doing the things that you need to do. That's true. It's just, it's a limiting belief. It's a mental block. Interesting. I don't know. I'm not fat. So it is very hard to speak yeah, on it because we've it, never been. Of course. Fat. Of course. It's very hard to speak on. That that is an interesting tweet. Because it like immediately kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm not willing to speak on it just because I'm not that. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah. But I get where that's coming from. Now, uh so so what's the ideal state of mind to have? Uh, in order to help people like that. Because I feel like this episode, I kind of just want to have it as a lesson. You know, things that I've done, for example, Mm -hmm. you know, in times of rut or in times of extreme hecticness or just, you know, confusion. Sometimes you're so confused that you end up getting angry and you just, you can't even move anymore, even though you have complete ability to do so. You have a mental Mm -hmm. block. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's, so, like, how do you approach somebody? Yeah. How do you approach that? that? What? What? How? How should your outlook on life be? Um, I think. Well, first and foremost, I don't think you can. This is something that I've learned over the course of my life is that you can't force anybody to change. That's I've true. learned that the hard way more than once. That's true. But if anyone's listening, that means they want to change. Yeah, you have to talk to people who actually want to listen to you, instead of individuals who act like a brick wall when you try to tell them something. That's true. 
Um, and then from that point, I mean, if they ask questions, you answer their questions and you just make sure to be with them as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Offer them, don't try to spam them with like paragraphs of nuanced information and like overwhelm them. It's more about giving them one or two little pieces of um, insight or wisdom mm -hmm. that they can take action on within their lives and then see the benefits. Yeah. I like storytelling. Story, storytelling is the I best like way. recommending movies. Yeah. I like telling my own version of movies. That's kind of like what I'm good at. So it's an archetype. Yeah. What we spoke about previously. Mm -hmm. And you know me. I talk about senses a lot. And that's because that's something that I had to figure out on my own. Yeah. And it's the fact that we have them and we forget to use them all the time. Mm -hmm. So in moments of stress, which is we live in a very stressful time right now. And if you do not have control and you do not have the discipline to do so, good luck. It's, it, you, it's, good luck. Yeah, it, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to kind of simplify that yeah. by using your senses. As simple as that, man. Your sight. Way? Like appreciating the smaller yeah. things? No, not even that. I'll explain it. So vision, we have smell, we got feel. Mm-hmm. Right? And we got taste. Okay, so we eat three meals a day. Mm -hmm. Now, it's kind of changing the perspective on that meal. Your very first meal, for example. Don't eat just to get it out of the way. That's what we do a lot. Take the time and schedule the time, just like you schedule a meeting or schedule your class or whatever the hell it is, and be like, hmm, I am going to eat from this to this o'clock. We eat all the time, so you should generally know how long it takes you to eat. Mm. But really enjoy it. That's really important. Make it more of a conscious process. Yes. Yeah. Feel. For example, I open my laptop. I open it all the time. This time, I want you to open it slowly and kind of feel around. And is it plastic? Is it metal? Is it cold or hot? What's going mm -hmm. on? Right? Being aware of those things generally help you stabilize more moments in your life without it going out of control. I agree 100%. Um, because it bleeds into everything else. Yeah, it bleeds into everything else. And it's, that's how you find your flow, man. Yeah. That's generally up. how you find your flow. If you're always relying on your brain, your brain is chaotic, man. <laughs> you have to actually consciously do these things. And we laugh about it because it's corny. And it's kind of like... and. It, eventually it just turns into a practice where that's just who you are it's only corny to, corny to people who haven't experienced it. yeah or people that are just gonna be like oh, dude no nah, i have total control of my mind bro but then they break <laughs> up with their girl yes yeah. and, <laughs> and they're then they just yeah, spiral down you know what i mean shit. they end up killing them or something like what's going on that's terrible right yeah. we've heard stories like that mm -hmm. uh and it's kind of like you're doing these things to make sure that you don't fall into a trap Yes, you will fall, but you'll get back up. Like, mm -hmm. it won't be that big of a fall once you follow these practices. Um, so, though, it's, it's very useful to be at rock bottom. Yeah, and it kind of helps shape the way of your thinking as well. Yeah. Um, you appreciate more artwork. You start appreciating more little things and details. I don't, yeah, I mean... And storytelling. I like to, to phrase things not as do, 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 no, no, no. Mm -hmm. It's more like once upon a time, this and this happened. And there's a lesson in between that. You know what I mean? 
That's how we best relate to the world. Yes. Through stories. And guess what? When we were kids, that's exactly how we learned things. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. I don't want no green eggs and ham. Right. It's like you start with stories and then you you persuade the individual to take action. Mm -hmm. And then as a result, they'll have their own stories because they've gained experience. Yeah. Well, here's another funny, funny thing. I've had people go, I'm sorry, man. I want to check out your podcast. But like at the very beginning, there was no visual, right? It was just audio. And they were like, if you only had video, then I could put like a face to it. And I'm like, but you know me. And they're like, no, but I I just can't listen to just audio. Like, it's just so creepy. I don't get that shit. And I'm like, what? Like, who told you it's creepy? And they're like, I don't know. It's just creepy. Creepy? I've no, no, I've never heard that excuse. Yeah, I've heard that the, excuse. The only excuse I hear is that, okay, we, we learn differently. Yeah. But even then, I mean, if you can't absorb information via your mm-hmm. ear canals, then what the hell are you yeah. doing? Yeah, but do you see why I have an issue with that? Of course. It's because you're solely relying on not using your imagination anymore. Yeah. You're just like, you, wa- you don't want to imagine things, right? You're not a dreamer. You're kind of just like, you want things handed to you. And yeah, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. No, mm-hmm. you do have some form of control. I'm not saying you have all the control in the world, but just dream a little. A lot, a lot of people think. lack it. A lot of people lack dreams. Like, it's like, they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go to school and then uh, I'll graduate and then, you know, I'll apply to a bunch of jobs. What kind of plan is that? Right? It's do you not, not picture your future house? Do you not picture yourself getting married? Yeah. Do you not picture yourself being single for the rest of like what is it you want? You know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people shy away from that. They don't they don't know what they want. They just go by the book. And that's where I have a problem. Yeah. Because I know everyone has more potential to do crazier and wilder things. Mm-hmm. Humans are complicated and they're so strong and deep. And we choose to be shallow. <laughs> so damn shallow and that's what it is today yeah right it's all about individuality it's like not it's just me and my thoughts and no one cares about me and all this stuff (laughs) i'm an island it's like it's like no man like you work on yourself in the dark but at the same time you don't work on yourself in the dark all freaking day right yeah have your moments of community Mm community is missing today that's what i feel and if it's community if there is community it's fake it's kind of like, yo, we're all going to roll up to show who has the best bends. <laughs> or, you know, it's, it's like a, it's a raffle almost. Oh, it's, it's very valid. It's, yeah, it's, it's walking into a bingo game. All right, we shouldn't be playing bingo <laughs> until 75, but. I, I mean, this is the most tragic thing for me is that we all, as children, we all had that type of imagination, that curiosity, that spark within us. Mm-hmm. But as you age, as most people age, and as they experience more gain more insight on society and the corruption that's involved in all this other negative shit Mm -hmm. maybe they experience the death of a loved one multiple times that starts to add up and in combination with the fact that they don't take care of themselves they don't follow a healthy lifestyle they don't know how to manage their mind or emotions Mm -hmm. all of that summates within the body meaning it adds up yeah and then eventually you hit a breaking point where you can't handle it anymore and then you give up then you begin to identify as a quote-unquote loser, yeah. as a victim, so forth. Um, the, well, if you want to choose to be an adult, then you are responsible. If Absolutely. you are not responsible, you are a child. Yeah. And it is your responsibility to do what? To claim 
that you need help or that you are doing just fine or that you have goals Mm -hmm. and you are accountable for all these things. You're accountable for yourself to bring in the childish things again. Yeah. Right. Being an adult is, is much more universal. You're a multi-tool at this point. You need to know how to be a child. You're a multi-tool. Yeah, you need to be. Yeah, you are. You, you have to know how to be a child. You have to know when to be an adult. You have to know when to say no. You have to know a lot of things. Yeah. Right? And it all factors into being an adult. Mm-hmm. We talk about being a man a lot, but it's, it's kind of like, let's just keep it at adult today. You've got to mature. You've, <laughs> You've got to mature. mature. Yeah. Take responsibility uh, of the things, you know, stop. A lot of, a lot of the time, people will, will blame anything. Except themselves. Genetics, bro. Genetics. My mailman. <laughs> Fucking Amazon didn't ship in time. <laughs> Ralph's Everything. grocery store. It's their fault. You know? Yeah. The Chinese. Like, and come the- on, man. Like, like <laughs> we have Chinese. literally blamed everyone except ourselves. Okay? Ch- like, think about it, man. Like, the mask era. Yeah. Okay? The first month of masks. And we, we had immediate issues. Mm-hmm. I can't breathe. Says who? That's it. Well, if the mask doesn't work, then you can breathe. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's just science. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you're always looking to blame something, and it's never you. Mm-hmm. As as I like to say in Arabic, Subhanallah. <laughs> it's never you. I mean, dude, <laughs> the, the pandemic was a great example because the moment it started, I I looked at you know I started reading headlines. I understood naturally that. The government seeks control. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of bullshit involved with yes. this. So not once did I ever fear this virus. Mm-hmm. Not once. Same. Because I understood. I looked at the data. I had different sources that I could rely on. Mm-hmm. Reliable ones. Yep. And then I made my own fucking decision. Instead of, you know, sitting around watching CNN or MSNBC all day. Mm-hmm. Being scared out of my, my mind. Yeah, which that's exactly their tactic, in my opinion. It's... Gaining control of you so that they can stop all operations and tell you what to do at exactly the time they want. Yeah. Right. They just want you to be a good little sheep. <laughs> and that we are not. No. Yes. And that is why everyone listens to the 2 a.m. podcast because, you know, we, we don't lack common sense. No. In no. fact, it's one of the main tenets of the 2 a.m. podcast. Mm. Interesting. Common <laughs> sense. <laughs> anyway, on to lighter news. There's a meme here. <laughs> Bro, this meme. So this ties into this, the whole topic of self-deprecation. Yep. I'm sure you guys see a lot of memes on Twitter, Instagram, that, uh, frankly, they're bullshit because they program your mind in the wrong way, but mm-hmm. they are pretty funny. Yeah, they are pretty of funny. That. Of course. So humor is in it. But at yeah. the same time, it's really devaluing us as a society and individually. And then so, we'll, we'll put the meme here. Yeah. We'll, wherever. <laughs> So just Dude, describe it. So I'm just going to describe it real quick. Think of the most majestic lion you have ever seen, okay? And that is your grandpa at 20. Now think of Simba when he grew older, and he's now a majestic lion. Yeah. And that is his dad at 25. And now here's us, the crackhead-ass Leos. <laughs> Me at 30 years old. Yay! You know? So we're not catching up, dude. My grandpa at 20. Was, was a G. Was, was a G, basically. Yeah. And we are barely turning 30, and we haven't even had half of his dedication 
and his maturity and his responsibility. We're aiming for that. Yeah. For sure. We're aiming for that for sure. And I think us as individuals and as podcasters, Mm -hmm. you know, and other podcasts, we need to come together and start showing these things. Yeah. This is not okay. Memes are a distraction and it's in fact changing everybody without you knowing it. And this is why we need to be conscious about this crap. By the way, the description is on a scale of one to accurate, how accurate is this? I can guarantee you almost everybody answers. Oh my God. Extremely accurate. Oh my God. It's so relatable. Like, yes. Okay. You want to live in the fucking metaverse? Now is relatable correct? No. No. So we just stop it at relatable. And that's, I find that a problem. I find that to be a problem. Don't believe the the shitty memes out there. Do not. There's some good ones, but there's some shitty ones. Yeah. Anyway, for the rest of it, I kind of just, you know, wanted to share my perspective on why everyone seems to be depressed these days. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that nothing is wrong with people. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that I think it's much easier to get to be depressed these days. And it has a lot to do with meme culture. It has a lot to do with seeking the attention of others due to social media mm-hmm. and solely just not being comfortable with yourself, not learning about yourself. Yeah. You're spending way too much time in science lab. You're spending way too much time in literature. You're spending way too much time in blah, 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 blah. Make some time to learn about yourself. That's the only thing that's going to help you on this mm-hmm. earth. And if you want to die happy, there you go. Yeah. And hate to break it to you, but happiness comes in moments. Mm. <laughs> We're not chasing happiness. And actually, a subject re- that I think we haven't discussed previously, mm-hmm. related to depression, very related, is mm-hmm. how do you think most people relate to antidepressants and pharmaceutical agents that are supposed to be a quote-unquote cure to these ailments, to depression specifically? How do they view them? Like, how do, how how do you think the them? average person approaches an antidepressant if they're depressed? Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. But if I had to assume solely based off of the people that I know, mm-hmm. probably against it for the most part. Interesting. Against it. But I can see that there, there are certain people, you know, that I've come across where it's kind of like they're very short termed. And they look for solutions outside of them physically doing anything. Mm -hmm. So they just look for, like, weed. They look for alcohol. They look for whatever. So based off of those patterns, I can assume that they'd be like, "Hmm, I'll try it out. Mm -hmm. You know, not really caring about doing in-depth research. You're getting hooked on meds. That is not a joke. That's generally my viewpoint on it. Um, But interesting enough, I had a conversation with a couple friends who you know. Mm -hmm who are actively on antidepressants, um, a very specific type of antidepressant, Mm -hmm. but I started to pick their mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. I started to like red team them and ask them, okay, why, why do you want to do this? Why do you choose to, to go through with this route? And I got a very interesting perspective, one that I'd never thought of before, which is for some people, for probably many more people than I would think. Yes. Antidepressants do work. Of course they do. That's, I've that's al- the selling point. <laughs> I've always had this notion that they don't work because, of course, I'm more, of, I'm more on the natural side. Listen, a healthy human being is not a depressed human being. Yeah. So and you're then, doing something fundamentally wrong. Yeah. I have noticed lifestyle. you've been more balanced lately. <laughs> <laughs> you're rubbing off, man. Thanks to who? Me. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it's, yeah, you're right. Um, here's the thing, right? We do as much natural as possible. If natural isn't working, then it is not up to you at this point. Mm-hmm. But that's my problem. Not many people try natural fully. There you go. That's the thing. Are you responsible enough to try natural first? They quit soda for a week, but then go back to it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it's like it's that kind of pattern. Yeah. Yeah. See, medicine exists because it does work, right? In the right context. Yeah. In the right context. Mm-hmm. It's like, how deeply depressed are we, for example? We don't know. We don't know if we're clinically depressed. We don't know if it's just seasonal depression. We don't know this, but we know it as a feeling, right? Yeah. For example, I've known people throughout my life where they, they've been depressed since birth. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a, and they have adapted to it. And they eventually start taking meds because that's the only solution. Yeah. Right. They cannot control that. That's a whole different situation. I'm talking about people that just automatically assume and claim they're depressed solely based off of a sad feeling. Yeah. No hope. There ain't no hope. The most interesting part is like, listen, it, as somebody, for example, if you're, if a family member dies, a very close family member, yeah, you are supposed to be depressed. It's of called course. mourning. Yeah, mourning and grieving. And even then, you time limit it. Yeah. Did you know that Islamically, we're allowed three days to grieve? I'm sure there's some wisdom. That's a time limit. Yeah, that's a lot of time, by yeah. the way, right? Because as an alpha male, we're supposed to have five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes of mourning. So, Shut the fuck you know, up. <laughs> so three days is gracious. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, and that's the thing. Once you realize that life is not happy overall, it's actually insane. And mm-hmm. you're going to have moments of happiness, moments of sadness, moments of anger, moments of pity, moments of glory. Yeah. Glory. Moments of awe. Moments of stillness. Moments of literally nothing. Yeah. Right. It's a mix of emotions. The fact that we're always trying to chase happiness, I believe, is the main cause of this depression. Mm -hmm. That's a very valid point. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of things. And it's in the details. Mm -hmm. It's really in the details. It's more about your lifestyle. It's more about your thoughts. It's more... You're not controlling as many things as you should be. And we keep pushing things till the next day. Yeah, yeah I'll start tomorrow. Yeah, I'll start next week. Yeah, I'll start. Why? Why not start now? Do you understand that mm. seconds are going by? So that means time does not stop. And people pedestalize happiness. Yeah. They feel like happiness is something out there that I will eventually achieve mm-hmm. instead of... Um, the idea that no happiness is actually sitting down fully conscious of a great meal mm-hmm. enjoying it and then doing that repeatedly with every single activity you go about yeah <sighs> big topics big topics big topics i love it yeah anyway what are your guys thoughts we would like to know um engage with us on instagram at the yes. 2am podcast we're also at on twitter at the 2am pod or at is it at 2am pod at yes 2am at 2am pod, pod. Yep. yes uh, go find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube at 2AM Podcast. We would love it. Spotify also has a new feature where you can rate us. So go give us a five-star review. Yeah, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, in other news, we will be recording multiple times this week. So stay tuned. And We're back, we baby. will see you next time. Love it. Peace. Peace.